Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, when Magneto speaks, people listen. Hey, welcome back to another week, Bry Guy. Episode six, we got Magneto on the show yeah. this week. The uh, very the very well-known Spider-Man villain, <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> the, yeah, right? It's, uh, it's a little funny. He's a, mm-hmm. a little bit out of left field uh, coming in here. Uh, you know, we had earlier, we had Dr. Doom on in episode two. And Dr. Right. Doom, obviously a Fantastic Four villain, but crossed over with Spider-Man a lot. Um, you know, like right. I remember even as we were preparing for this show, like looking for, you know, appearances of non-Spider villains uh, mm-hmm. in Spider-Man comics. Dr. Doom's in there a lot. I, th- I feel like Spidey and the Fantastic Four, they kind of... They run in a lot of the same circles. Same goes for like Daredevil, Spider-Man and Daredevil uh, kind of trade off villains quite a bit. Um, But uh, not so much with Magneto. And and, an interesting thing here, Magneto, obviously the the great big bad, the um, uh, the yin to Charles Xavier's yang. Yeah, yeah. uh, In in, the Spider-Man. In in the the X-Men universe. He's huge. Yeah. He was the he was the villain in X Men number one in nineteen sixty three. Never made it into a Spider Man comic as the you know the the baddie until December nineteen eighty nine. It was Amazing Spidey three twenty seven. Yeah. So I and guess the, the and I guess I'm sorry. And I guess is, is the thing the thing that was the the only reason he was in there uh, was apparently uh, at in that uh, story arc that was going on at that time. Uh, Spidey temporarily had like cosmic powers and so Magneto wanted to test them out and see you know if if he could you know uh, get Spider-Man into into his uh, uh, Ah. evil mutant club or something like that whatever but anyway yeah Mm -hmm. okay that's 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 an interesting um, kind of premise in the comics whereas this was just basically Magneto wants to use a rocket to get more powers and give everyone in New York a blackout <laughs> and, sure, and take sure. over. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, it is, it's the way of the, uh, it's the way of the spider villain in, uh, the early eighties, I guess. So that's what, uh, that's what we we're getting from Magneto this week. Um, nothing, uh, nothing new too mutant tastic. There's no other no. X-Men, anything like that. No mention of Magneto being a uh-huh. mutant. Just gonna say no, uh, or, no mention of the X Men universe at all. No, no, just right. Magneto just shows up. Here he is, being <laughs> doing magnet things. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So give give us the give us the quick synopsis of this episode. Yeah. So um, Magneto finds a rocket, and somehow the rocket is tied into him getting more powers, and ultimately deciding to shut off the nation's power supply. And I think you can guess why, Jason. Because he wants to take over the world, as you do. Right, right. Um, and B story, very compelling. Um, Spider-Man, I'm sorry, Peter Parker, having some trouble with the professor, and he's asked to carry books. <laughs> that's that's the um, the B plot. Right, right. So, he's, yeah, yeah. Once again, his spider life just interfering with his, with his uh, student life. Um, he, he says he's never actually made it on time to this class. Never, uh, even not once, once, not the whole um, semester. Carries, uh, carries a thesis to the printer, and then later he uh, picks up books from the printer or, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and and we won't give any spoilers, but it does not go well for Peter Parker. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I wonder if they're not the same person, because <laughs> <laughs> considering what Spider-Man does in this episode and how much Peter 
uh, foibles at basic life. Uh huh. I don't. I don't feel like they're really the same being. But that's a whole other conversation we'll get. To. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think we'll get into that a little bit. I because that that was something that I kind of really started to notice in this episode as well. Again, I'm trying to roll with some punches here. I'm. I'm. There's some things I'm just gonna let go because it's a kid's show and it is what it is. I've, I've noticed now they go, and I assume it's a, it's an audience based thing that they're doing where the, the motivation of the villain is usually extremely basic. Um, you know, where he, where Magneto goes on TV as Mr. M, uh, very yeah. early in this episode after the blackout happens. And, um, uh, he demands $100 million in gold Ooh, not in cash, in gold. And then he lot, will and then he will gold. give back all the communication satellites that he stole, which frankly are worth a lot more than a hundred million dollars. Yeah, even even in nineteen eighty. Yeah. It's yeah, that's you just know, a very specific amount. Isn't but it, it sounds like, like a lot to a kid, right? I mean oh, that's yeah, a hundred yeah. million. <laughs> it's it's Doctor Evil level. It's right. Doctor Evil level uh demand. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, there, there's, there's that uh, just as a motivation or whatever. But I will say that I thought that the his sort of Magneto's plot very on brand for him. You know, like yeah. use use uh, super amplified magnetic powers um, and sort of bring the world to its proverbial knees. That, that's a that's a Magneto yeah. thing to do. Right. He's mm-hmm. he's bad. He's not a good guy. He's yeah. bad. And and I do have to say. I enjoyed the intro of this character, this villain, um, quite a bit more. Kind of like what we said with Black Cat, where mm-hmm. she's just kind of doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And the difference was, in this case with Magneto, that he was kind of like in shadows and in kind of a cloak. And he's like you said, he's just referred to as Mr. M. Mm-hmm. And it felt like we don't even actually see him until about nine minutes into a 23-minute episode. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good introduction. I... I was impressed with that. I don't know how you felt about it. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, I liked that angle as well. Um, it uh, uh, it worked for me. I mean, obviously, and again, one of the things that you notice as a grown up, it's pretty <laughs> obvious who the who the villain is going to be when you put his name in the title uh, of right. the episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they do. Uh, you know, they make it a little bit uh, shadowy, a little bit uh, harder to uh, nail down mirrors. out of the out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was the was this the yeah this was the second episode in a row now where uh, the the space program gets involved. Uh, they right. seem to be leaning into that a little bit. The yeah the, no no the space angle no, no mention of it for episodes one through four and then mm-hmm. five and six go really hard into it. Not hard sure space. what we get yeah. what we get next week, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe this was like there was a space race going on in October of eighty one and they mm. they wanted to be topical. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Giving him the benefit of a doubt, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's. Um, I I guess I would think that it would just be, you know, I don't know. It seems like it would be something that uh, uh, people would know a lot about, uh, right? You know, and and uh, think about a lot, uh, and, and and think and think is you know sort of uh, technological and futuristic and all these yeah. kinds of great things that kids are really into, right? And, and when you were a young man, mm-hmm. a young boy, not to sound creepy, but when you were a young boy, yeah. I'm sure you were fascinated with space, right? Oh, everything. I mean, I yeah. was. Every boy was. Yeah. For sure. So, and that's and that's the demographic here is mm-hmm. young young boys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
it was this in dinosaurs for me yeah, <laughs> when I yeah. was eight or nine years old. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they know they're, they're on brand, as we've said. They know they know their audience, you yeah, know. Absolutely. How did you feel about the initial meeting between uh, Spidey and our villain for this week? Well, I do like that Magneto calls Spidey on his witty lines. Mm-hmm. He says, like, a witty a witty line or whatever he says, a quip will, will not help you this time, Spider-Man. And I put this in the notes. Mm-hmm. I think he speaks for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like he says what we're all thinking. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I really liked that. What I don't like is that I guess maybe I had high expectations like you, Jason. I, I liked X-Men in the movies. You loved X-Men in the comics, the animated series. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. all about the X-Men, which is cool. I, I just never jumped into it as much, but I guess it's never too late. Sure. But I still had high hopes based on seeing Ian McKellen as um, as uh-huh. Magneto. And, yeah, and he, yeah. you, you, sir, are no Ian McKellen. <laughs> he was just he was just kind of white bread. He was just kind of boring. Like he didn't he didn't even have a British accent, which would have made him a little bit more exotic. <laughs> he just he just kind of seemed like a stooge uh-huh. and not easily defeated, but not like a real menace to Spider-Man. I don't know how you, if you felt the same way. I feel like, yeah, as a, just as a character, he was a little wooden, a little bit, uh, uh, just sort of, uh, prefab in terms of, uh, uh, villains. They could have, they could have stuck any number of villains in a similar, in a very, very similar plot, uh, and gotten the same thing out of it. Um, I feel like his magnetic power amplifier, which was a, a key, key component to this episode i think that was a bigger was a bigger villain in this episode than magneto himself because basically everything he did was based on being able to amplify his powers and and stretch his magnetic abilities over long distances so really yeah really it was was the amplifier that uh that did all the work yeah right that was a little bit a little bit more believable and plausible um and I felt like he really leaned into the magnetic thing to the point you put this in your notes too, where he uses a magnet to stop a rocket. <laughs> that's a strong magnet, right? Right, I mean, right, right. Well, that's, we, that's the amplifier, right? I mean, he's, right, right. you know, he's it, it amplifier. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He's doing his his whole thing there. I was uh, this was later in the episode, but I was really impressed at how somehow Magneto used his uh, abilities to control and manipulate metal to control the stone statues on Easter Island. I didn't, I, yeah, I did not figure out how that worked. Why? Um, <laughs> and, and why Spider-Man went to Easter Island? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, cause Magneto was there, but I don't understand why he was, why, right. why he was there and how he got there so quickly after having been in New York for the rocket launch. Right. And I don't think Easter Island is, is known for a lot of metal. <laughs> like, no, like he's no. not gonna be able to manipulate a whole lot on it's, easter island I, you know I, you know it's it's a remote island in the south pacific there aren't people you know hanging right. around there whatever but it's it's a very long journey from new yes. york <laughs> and without a purpose no less right right yeah so that's yeah. the other thing you mentioned the uh magneto calling him out on the witty quips and whatnot yeah i noticed very quickly uh how many uh, sort of um uh, euphemisms or uh, derogatory uh, names magneto threw out for spider-man uh in this episode cuz they conversed a lot i feel like other villains maybe didn't have as much dialogue back and forth with spider-man as in this episode what do you yeah does that I agree. does that feel right to you yeah yeah i felt like the insults were coming in hot and heavy and just the dialogue in general i mean mm-hmm. you kept mm-hmm. tally but we got webhead web web slinger insect 
um, web crawler, mm-hmm. um, meddlesome, meddlesome insect, <laughs> meddlesome do gooder too. Yeah, one of, another one of my favorites when he he just he Magneto was just at his wits end that Spider Man was still around and he he called him you you insect. <laughs> still an insect. Like, I'm 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 out of insults, but I'm really getting annoyed with you. You're <laughs> nothing but an insect. <laughs> yeah, I oh. and again, um, we talk about this and we expect too much. I know, but mm-hmm. if he's that angry with Spider-Man that he's basically just cutting him to the core there, hitting mm-hmm. below the belt. Uh huh. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the motivation? Uh-huh. Where did this come from? Is it just because he gets in the way? Because I feel like when you're a villain, you kind of got to expect to have a hero trying to stop you from doing your dastardly deed. Sure. You sure. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why why is so mad at Spider-Man? And, and speaking of the hatred of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I put this in the notes as well. When is the city going to embrace Spider-Man? I mean, yeah. he, hasn't he kind of proven himself by now? I mean, even it's if a, nothing big... happened before episode one, uh-huh. we have... We have six episodes where he's saving the day, and the he's, and the he's foiling city is some like, pretty significant villains here. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the city's still like, yeah, you know, we're not a fan. Hey, hey Ma, call the cops! That Spider Man's out on the ledge. No, no, call the cops because he's probably fighting crime as <laughs> a hero does. Maybe Triple J has more of an influence on the uh, Empire City mm-hmm. than we were initially led to believe. He's got maybe he's. The- he, they must have quite a circulation there at the Daily Bugle. Um, yeah, that skin flint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yet he doesn't pay Peter Parker a living wage. Right. But that's that's another conversation. But yeah, I just um, I, I really I, I don't know what the message is here. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to do good, people are always going to dislike you. Like, I don't know if that's a good message to send an eight year old boy. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah, so don't yeah. be a do-gooder. People will make fun of you, and they'll they'll assume you're doing something bad. Or you know That's... the 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 other way to look at it is, uh, you know, you're you're a kid. People, you know, you you uh, you interface with adults a lot. Maybe they don't uh, quite don't understand understand you. you. Spider Man very misunderstood. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's a better spin than mine. I yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. When when you're a hero, you'll always be misunderstood. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let, let's let's run down and and uh, talk about some particulars maybe that we missed okay. uh, up to this point uh, that were in this episode. Uh, I, okay. I will say uh, right back early on here, uh, right after the blackout happens, um, it's like the next day. Spider Man's out doing spidery things. Uh, Magneto's going to come on the TV and uh, issue his uh, threat to to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a problem with the reception on the TV at the electronics store. Spider-Man, Uh-oh. Spider-Man webs a uh, new antenna on the roof. He sure does. <laughs> yep, this, I just wrote about that. Okay. <laughs> this the week after we find out um, in the, in that Sandman episode that his webbing is rubber based. That's how he didn't get electrocuted when he fell on the whatever sure. it was, hundred thousand megawatt uh, uh, wire, right? Right. Yes. Yes. I have not. I have not seen a lot of TV antennas made out of rubber. Rubber uh, because <laughs> usually, usually it does have to be a conducive material. Right. Yeah. I don't uh, think in order to really pick helps. up those radio waves. 
yeah, yeah. rubber does not really absorb signal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know we went to school for radio a long time ago, Jason, but I think mm-hmm. we understand the basic principles of, and you it, know, what te- what Tesla and Marconi were doing was not rubber based. As far as I know, those rules are still in play. You know, I mean, I, I it's think been so. 20 yeah. years, but I think they're still in play. Um, and it's certainly in 81. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, what, that was that was happened. strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think what we have to kind of do is it's kind of like not to mix universes here, but it's kind of like the Batman utility belt mm-hmm. where you, after like watching three or four episodes of the old 60s series, you just stop kind of saying, you know, that bat belt can hold anything. Right, like whatever right. Batman needs, he has in that He's belt at any given moment. Right. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. kind of how the web is going to work here. Like you yeah. need an antenna. I got a web for that. I need to not get electrocuted. <laughs> I got a web. Got for a that. web for like, that. Everything is just everything is just set again magazine grabber got it i got this i got a web <laughs> oh we got no problems um no problem with the web right i i noticed too that um why do you think it is that aunt may is such a huge fan of everyone who gives peter a hard time she she says i noticed this she too. says oh that nice professor so-and-so your your teacher called which also was weird that he called to say, "Hey, there's a rocket going up," because I know, I know <laughs> you and I students. got, I know you and I got loads of calls like that from our professors in college. But um, Ben Jarman's on the phone; he wants yeah. you to know a rocket's being launched. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, but, mom. But Aunt May just uh, she, between him and uh, Jonah Jameson, and you know, disliking Spider-Man, she's just boy. Aunt May is really not clued in at all she's not on the same page with peter in any way do you do you think she's reading the media from triple j oh that's about, probably it. about how spider-man's a menace yeah that's got to be it right you know mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and i might be over we might be overthinking it it might just be again show for kids yeah so they're thinking we got to give spider-man slash peter parker every obstacle we can give him yeah yeah because it's all the more triumphant when he overcomes these obstacles but aunt may should not be an adversary. She is his <laughs> no, aunt. Right. Right. <laughs> if anyone should be on Peter's side, it should be his mother's sister or whatever the relation is here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and one notice about Aunt May is uh, Jeanette walked into the uh, the room during this episode and said, why is Aunt May so feeble? Is she 99 years old? <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 right. that's observation. Yeah. She was like, how old? How much older is Aunt May than the parent of Peter Parker? That yeah, is, that she's the sister of like, are are we sure this isn't his grandma? I mean, like, I don't know. She looked older than a grandma of Peter. Oh, Parker for would sure. Be, for sure. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So maybe she's maybe she's senile, Jason. Maybe that's what it is. It, it could be anything. I mean, <laughs> I. I would say I would say it's safe to assume that at least she is wh- whichever parent she's the uh, uh, she's the probably the aunt of uh, Peter Parker's dad. Right. So like his like a great aunt. Like, yeah. So like his grand maybe like his grandmother's sister or something like that. Right. And even there, his grandmother's older sister. <laughs> Right. She is nobody's younger sister. Let's make that no, clear. <laughs> no, that's right. for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree. Mm-hmm. She's an adversary of Peter Parker and well, and Spider-Man, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think it's I think it's the, the media that's putting a bug in her ear. Pardon the pun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what any any uh, specific things that came to mind early in the episode that uh, uh, that you took note of as as they were running by? 
You, you didn't no. have, you didn't spot any pop culture references in this one, did you? I didn't. Not in, no, not in this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, my jaw hit the floor in the last act. That's when that's yeah. when to me the the proverbial shit hit the web. Yeah, <laughs> that's when like that's where I have a lot more notes. But in, uh-huh. you know, in the beginning, uh-huh. my, my main takeaway in the first act and a half mm-hmm. was the the good introduction of Magneto, mm-hmm. a, a weak um, premise and a not so plausible plan mm-hmm. and just not a very strong execution of plan. That's basically what I noticed in the first, like I said, act and a half. So let's move on then. Magneto is using his powers and his, his amplifier to hold down this rocket that's going to launch in a, sure. a communication satellite mm-hmm. when he when he first uh, uh, tussles with Spider-Man in this one. Spidey, mm-hmm. Spidey kind of gets the best of him there. Um, rocket goes up. Magneto, um, <laughs> Magneto wraps. You got this, Jason. Magneto wraps Spider Man in a bubble, much like a good witch. Oh yeah, Glinda's would, bubble would would float in 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 the land of Oz. Right. Very similar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that perches on top of the rocket. And send Spider-Man into space. Right. Here we go. <laughs> now the action kicks in. Here we go. <laughs> so I even at, even at this point, okay, Spider-Man's going into space. I'm like, all right, you know, I I don't know. He he escapes from this somehow. You know, he he manages to like I don't know, pop the bubble and uh and and live uh you know before he hit the, before he hits the ground. I don't know. But right. but then I'm like nope nope he's in space and that that that's where the wheels came off for me in this one. Oh my gosh, hundred percent. I mean yeah, basically he's surfboarding or surfing mm-hmm. on a rocket. Right. And he says, "Well, Doctor Goddard, show me about this." And I was thinking, "What is Doctor Goddard's class like? They teach you how to ride a rocket like a surfboard." <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what Spider Man's implying here. Like, mm-hmm. and. NASA just so happens to have a camera set up to get in on all the action. Like a good three shot is, is set up. No, see, in, in I, the... <laughs> I missed that. Did they show Spider-Man on the monitor in the in the mission yeah. control? And I, like, I totally and not, missed that. And not like a tight zoom in either. Yeah, like a yeah. good, like a like well framed, uh-huh. the perfect amount of headroom. <laughs> uh, you know, right right smack dab in the middle of the frame, like perfectly yeah. set up. Yeah. And 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 panning as he goes. And panning. <laughs> And, and the people Perfect. in NASA are just watching this going, oh, look at that. Spider-Man's riding a rocket like a surfboard. Oh, that's something. Lord. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. They just uh-huh. had they just had a camera set up. So, Yikes. yeah. But but boy, like so they want to do space travel, mm-hmm. which is based in some form of reality. Mm-hmm. But it's completely not executed in any sort of reality at all because yeah. Spider-Man's head would explode <laughs> if he was well, doing sure. this. Sure. There, there's. <laughs> I mean, there's there are myriad issues with physics and 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 how the how the universe works, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. Let's just look at some of the some of the ones based on the premise that we were presented uh, that that give me particular issue. Uh, Spider Man is presumably in an airtight mag magic magnetic bubble. Um, mm-hmm. riding up here, you know, so, so you've given me that I'm going to presume there is, there, there's breathable atmosphere inside that bubble, uh, and that it's, you know, uh, and that it's airtight. 
Right. One of the first things he does is he's careening through space. Is like, well, I can. It's the, this bubble's not going to stop my spider line. I'll just shoot out. <laughs> Uh, right. like a uh, what did he what did he put uh, put a rudder on the satellite or something like that? Yes, he he, webbed, did. he webbed a rudder yeah. and a parachute, and I was like, oh yeah. man, really? And airtight that, bubble, but my rubber web can penetrate. It. Yeah, no big deal. Got it. No problems <laughs> with that. And then, um, and then the the other thing you alluded it to at the uh, where he was like, oh, I'm glad I was taking reading Doctor Goddard's book or whatever. Uh, apparently, as Spider Man tells us quote-unquote, all satellites are controlled by a magnetic tracking device. And I thought, well, that's lucky. That's <laughs> That worked out really well, that actually. worked out great for this. For everyone um, and uh And you, we don't... The, the nice thing about that as a plot device is that it's a completely made-up thing that yeah. nobody knows how it works, so... Uh, whatever it can just do anything you want. You have a you have a magic magnetic tracking device that is going to just point to Magneto and lead you to him. Awesome. That's you know okay. great. Um, Giddy up. Never heard of that, but okay. Well, <laughs> we'll just go <laughs> along with it. that. Ah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The the yeah. whole the whole sequence in space was just ridiculous. It really was, and it did mm-hmm. it feel like it went on a long time. It did. Okay. It okay. did. It, I mean, it couldn't have been that long. It couldn't have been more than like, I mean, I, I'm looking at my my time code notes here. It couldn't have been more than three minutes, uh, but it was a long three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like the entire third act. And I, I think I checked my timestamp on the Disney Plus mm-hmm. twice in those three minutes. Like, sure. this sure. has got to be close to done. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Boy is right, Jason. You they, said it all. Spider-Man is gliding back to Earth on his uh, on his satellite surfboard, um, yeah. and then they and then Silver they surfer style, and then they cut away back to uh, Magneto uh, and and his plans. He they there is another moment where I thought they did a nice job, just again sort of personifying Magneto. Uh, they there's a word comes across. He oh he had initially given the world three days to meet his demand of the one hundred million in gold. In gold. <laughs> yes. And um, boy, and now that I'm saying that out loud, you, at really after the first day, if if the entire world can't come up with a hundred million in gold for yep. you, you're probably not going to get it. You know, like right, it's just. Right. Yeah, uh, like but anyway, so, that we got fifty million. We're halfway there. <laughs> Give us two more days. <laughs> oh boy, but but the the thing is, he he loses his temper. Magneto says, "Well, hell with it. I've given you enough time," and he he reaches out with his uh, with his repaired uh, magnetic amplifier, uh, and he basically raids this army base in New York, and uh, he's like he's picking up tanks and trucks and stealing people's guns and whatever and i thought that yeah. also very on brand for magneto that's a that's a magneto right. thing like take the take the uh the the tools of uh oppression and destruction uh that that your enemies have and turn them against them now he turned them yep. against them in a way i didn't anticipate um <laughs> by just dropping them on uh people at the uh uh central park zoo man don't go to the zoo do not do go not to that go to zoo the- no, no. It's a ass. terrible zoo to visit. <laughs> it looked like some of the same blonde children might have been at that zoo that day. They just got over the trauma of the lizard experience. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, let's pick up the pieces and let's bring little Billy to the zoo. And then you got a machine gun hitting Billy's head. Oh, 
gosh. Yeah. But not shooting him. So I guess no, yay. No, just just dropping <laughs> out of the sky. That that I guess, you know, maybe in maybe in this iteration Magneto's powers couldn't, you know, also manipulate the uh the hardware that he was uh, stealing, but um I don't know. It was, the mo- the moment that I really liked was when the trucks were actually like floating through the sky. I liked I, was... I liked that shot. That reminded me of the Ian McKellen X-Men. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it reminded me of the first X-Men movie, the, mm-hmm. the one from I think that was 2000. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, don't, I don't know if that happened in that one, but like that was the Magneto that I was hoping to see. And I know that you're like a, a bigger Magneto fan than I am, so I'm, I'm sure. Did that give you a little bit of solace or were you at this point where you already yeah, checked out? Yeah, and, no, I, okay, I, I enjoyed that. I Yeah, I good. liked that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you on the uh, the rundown there. No, no, no sweat at all. Uh, so then, you know, so then we got Spider-Man on Easter Island. We mentioned this a little bit before. We don't know why Easter Island. We don't know. No. We don't know the reason for the change of venue. It's seriously like beyond beyond our typical excuse of it's just a silly kids show. It is, but like someone had to put some thought into it at some point and say <laughs> we want to put them on Easter Island at the end of the episode. But why do you want to do that? How does that help propel this narrative forward? All of the met. No, no. <laughs> the, Stone. The only thing I could think of is someone wanted to draw those those statues and make a move. That's that's all I can. Right. Th- I'm right. grasping at straws there, Brian. But right. um, there was probably a writer that had been lobbying this since episode one. And they're fine. Like, you know what? Fine. Just put it in the Magneto episode. Yeah. Nobody will notice. Oh, 28 man. years now nobody will be analyzing this so don't worry about it <laughs> or is it 38 it's oh 38 gosh. years yeah yeah, yeah, yeah a long, 39, a long yeah. time brian um <laughs> yikes yeah so uh, i i and and then yeah and like i said magneto controlling the stone statues with his magnetic powers when yeah all of this unless all of the metal unless the statues are iron ore i don't know maybe that's a thing about easter island that i don't know maybe the statues are maybe that's why he went there Iron? Well, are they iron ore? Is that what's going to, on? To Google this, but yeah. isn't there some sort of like conspiracy? If, if they theory? are iron ore, I'm gonna feel like a real ass. I <laughs> bet you will. Boy, will your face be red, huh? <laughs> well, isn't there like a sort of conspiracy that they're alien related? I maybe there might be. So maybe I don't know. that was why. Could, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like I said, we're grasping at straws. Grasping. Yeah, I know. We're re- we're really trying to give it a uh, a benefit of the doubt here. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It, the the ending of it kind of comes comes together again kind of flimsy it's it's basically like a rehash of the uh first fight that they have except you know the uh, Spider-Man wins it the one th- the the one other thing that I really did like about the conclusion there is that uh it was another occasion where Spider-Man had to sort of have put some thought into how he was going to foil uh the villain he had again some made up device uh, mm-hmm. to, to bounce Magneto's powers back at him to put him in the magic Gilda bubble. And, uh, and I'll show you. And then he and then he also had deduced the one place Magneto could hide all those satellites, which is on the dark side of the moon. And uh, mm-hmm. th- then he brings all the satellites back and, and uh, everything is everything is kosher again. Came together really fast. Like I said, the fight wasn't As really much of a fight. Um, right. But I liked. I, I liked that they there was some explanation for how Spider-Man got to those conclusions. 
Sure. I always appreciate sure. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I give it that. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Jason. Uh, mm-hmm. They're made out of volcanic ash. Vol- volcanic ash is not magnetic. No, it's not. No. Sorry, Magneto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why he failed. He did not think this plan through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One other. I always I always have to talk about the epilogue at the very end. So mm-hmm. Peter, Spider-Man's all good. Let's go back to Peter Parker. Yeah. Peter Parker is now asked to print off um, the textbooks for Dr. Goddard. Right, right. He, he does it um, with a little bit of trouble with the ceiling fan. Wah, wah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> ceiling fans. They're yeah. a fair thing. Yeah, darn ceiling fans. Um, and then he brings them into the lecture pit uh-huh. and just drops them everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. And cue credits. So my, so this is what I was saying but, earlier. Like, but did you, see, did you notice... He dropped them. He, I mean, it, it's like uh, yard sale, just <laughs> books yeah. everywhere. But uh, somehow, a book lands in every student's hand. Did you did right. you take? Did you see that? Yeah. So was how was so, he doing this? Was that was, was that some force? was that some spider agility? Maybe. 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 Possibly, but but yet he's still clumsy. I know. I, I know. He's I don't. Too, I don't get too it, clumsy. Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like even Superman when he's Clark Kent is nerdy, but he's still like, he's got the Superman powers going on and he right, could, right. he's not tripping over himself. I mean, like I'm waiting for an episode where suddenly Peter Parker is walking somewhere with his pants around his ankles going, <laughs> well, I don't know what to do. Like I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> Spider. Uh, yeah. Peter, Peter is way too klutzy and you know, you, you could, I guess you could infer that they, he's doing it on purpose to like really put anybody off the scent of him right. possibly yeah. being Spider-Man, but There's it's no way it's a yeah. little, yeah, it's a little bit, uh, heavy handed. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty, yeah. again, could be comic relief. Could mm-hmm. be kids going, Oh, I'm clumsy too. And I can still be a superhero. I Maybe. think that's what we just have to remember, but I, I don't know. It's so, it's so like I've never seen uh, portrayed before that much of a juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A walking contradiction to quote, uh, I don't know, something. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, something. to quote something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Yeah. And that's that's the end of the episode. So, you know, we obviously we, there were things we liked. There were mm-hmm. that the the space, the space thing was a big, big issue for me. Um I uh, same. I was. I will say this though. In in spite of Spidey in space, I still think this might have been the best episode we've watched so far. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. we agree on that one. Um. But I. Uh, yeah, I liked. I, I liked the setup for Magneto. I'm. Like I said, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to worry less about what is motivating the villain besides money and power because those are those are two things that kids can obviously very easily understand um mm-hmm. so i'm just kind of I, I guess i'm kind of giving him a pass on the on the gold um yeah. <laughs> he has no good reason to need it uh <laughs> no. but um no the the intro was good his i i thought his plan was it was if it wasn't a good plan it was a very it was a very magnetish plan and sure, he was um, on brand yeah. Yeah, and and at the end, uh, you know, the the final conclusion for Spider-Man was satisfying for me. So I'm going to give this one. Now, I, I I said I think it's the best one we've watched so far. I'm gonna give it a rating I've given out before. I'm giving it two and a half radioactive spiders. That's because that space scene knocked it out of the threes for me easily. It was just yeah. it made no sense. 
I I give it the same rating. We agree two and a half. Um, because I liked the first act so much, it, mm-hmm. that's why I gave it a higher rating. I would say that this is one of the better ones. Certainly better than Sandman. Oh God, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, probably about as good as like the um, as like the Black Cat episode. I would. Say. Yeah, yeah. The the Black Cat is it would be running number two for me right now. I, okay. And, and they they've at least through six episodes for me they've stayed on track. The evens are better than the odds. I would say. This one, then Black Cat, then uh, uh, Doctor Doom would be my would okay. would be my ranking of the three. The other three episodes are just okay. Well, or good or terrible. Jason. The Sandman was terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was it was the worst um, of the ones we've seen. Mm-hmm. But so good news, Jason. The next even numbered episode is another Doctor Doom. Another Doctor Doom. Yes. So there you go. Yeah, Brian. So uh, that's our ratings. A new segment on the show this week. Ooh. Um, big, big time. We got, you know, we've got, we've got faithful listeners who are listening to, uh, the show and watching Mm -hmm. Spider-Man on Disney plus now. And, uh, some of them are young, uh, viewers and listeners. And so they're watching it at a more appropriate age than, than than, than maybe us are. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) And I, and we, you know, we talk a lot about how, it's a show for kids. We got to try to see this right. from a kid's perspective. So we thought, why? Who better to tell us what is uh, going on with this show and and rate it for us than a kid? So uh, oh. <laughs> we've got we've got uh, Theodore from Madison, Wisconsin, uh, hey, called us in, called in, and uh, his dad helped him uh, record the answers to a couple of questions about the episode we talked about tonight. So uh, let's awesome. hear from them. All right, what was this episode about? Um, Magneto was taking over all the satellite communication and electricity and was only going to give it back if then, like, New York and everybody gave him a bunch of money and gold bars. And what did Spider-Man do? And he, Spider-Man swooped in on his webs and wrapped Magneto up. And and I yeah I mean that's I mean that's succinct a lot more I mean he's he said it in one sentence we took thirty five minutes so. yeah 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 but <laughs> he's it, not wrong completely you, completely got everything right there so um cut, cut to the core yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> and of course we're all also always curious we we dissect the plans of the villains a lot uh, so yeah. let's see what Theodore thinks about that sure what did you think of the villains plan uh I think Magneto's plan. Was a really good plan, except for the part where he demanded ransom and gold bars because gold is under is overrated. <laughs> it's overrated. That's it, awesome. It, well, That's true. And and it's it, you know it speaks to the it. I think it speaks to the generational disconnect there, right, Brian? I mean, it's like <laughs> right, right. You know, the, gold, the, the value of gold has decreased since 1981. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's <laughs> not that it's not that great anymore. So it ain't and, what it used to be. Yeah, no, it's no. overrated. Yeah. yeah. So a it, modern Magneto would probably have just asked for Bitcoin or something. Uh, 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 yeah, anything like that. You know, or shares in in Google. I mean, that's just, just send it to my Venmo account. Yeah. <laughs> PayPal, right? Oh gosh! Uh, finally, we do need a rating, so let's hear let's hear what he's got to say about that. Awesome. And so, what what uh, what rating would you give it? I would rate this episode like a two out of five. Yeah, so not far off from where we rated, no, right? Pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. We, nice to know we have the same taste as a ten-year-old, r- roughly speaking, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, we'll we'll uh, hopefully hear from some other folks if. Uh, 
if people are interested in uh, uh, having uh, the the younger listener respond to any of those questions on a week to week basis, our our ears are open. So uh, yeah, let us know. Send them in. Yeah, I'm curious to see like you know if they find it to still be exciting through a 2020 lens versus a 1981 lens. Like because the pacing of the show, as we've lamented a lot on this, is a lot different. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But so, thanks, Theodore. That was awesome. Thanks, yeah. Buddy. Next week though, we got uh, we've got Mysterio, yet another right quintessential spider villain they're 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 hitting all the big uh all, all the big guys uh yeah early on here yeah you know obviously magneto magneto notwithstanding but uh uh we're getting we're getting introduced to everybody right out of the shoot so yeah. and yeah. Myster- mysterio the uh most recent villain in the spider-man movie universe right correct yes yeah absolutely so we'll see how they handle this one <laughs> in- <laughs> <laughs> thinking not quite the same way but it'll yeah, it'll agreed. be it'll be fun uh and uh we'll do it to it when we're doing that um thanks for talking bra guy sounds good we'll talk to you next week thanks for listening to spider-man and his amazing fans please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify or your favorite podcasting app follow us on twitter at bko radio and follow and like the show on facebook most importantly if you liked it tell a friend